Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful mask rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. King was one of the largest mines in the vicinity. It was made up of several sections, each in charge of a foreman. Dave Andrews was the foreman in charge of number three tunnel. All right, fire the blast! I'm lighting the fuse! Get clear! You men, get back a little! All right, all right. Get lighted! Hurry up and get out of here, all the way out! Hold it, Clark, it's safe enough here. Safe by eye, get all the way out! The blast may cause the works to cave in. What, are you loco? Five pounds of powder. Five pounds? What are you talking about, Andrews? You told me to set five kegs. Five kegs? Sure, that's what you said. There's more than 200 pounds of powder Oh, you fool. Clear the shaft. Get out of here. All of you get clear. I done just what you said. I said nothing about five kegs of powder. Five pounds is what I said. I know what you said and what I heard. Any fool know that you couldn't fire that much powder? Talk about it when we're clear of the mine. I don't aim to be trapped here. Thank you. 
Andrews, I looked around in there. What did the blast do? The number three tunnels closed. The whole thing's caved in. Ah, fine thing. Supports and the rest of mine are in bad shape. That'd be a lot of work for any more ore can be dug. How'd you happen to set such a blast, Andrews? I'm passing that question right to you, Bart. I just followed your orders, that's all. I told you to set five pounds. Sounded like five kegs to me. That sounds like a downright lie to me. I think you wanted to destroy number three. I can't help what you think. In any case, you should know better than to set such an explosion. Who am I to question the orders of the foreman? Well, here's one order you can't question. Get your pay and get out. You're fired. Now, wait a minute, Jay. You heard me. Yeah, I reckon all these men hurt you. But there's one thing you overlook. You're only the foreman. The super hired me, and it'll take the super to fire me. Uh, Wilkins is coming over here now. You want to be fired by him, I guess you can be accommodated. Hey, uh, Mr. Wilkins. I want to see you, Andrews. That explosion in your section has crippled a whole mine. I've just fired the man that's responsible, but he wanted to come from you. I only done what I was told, Mr. Wilkins. Dave Andrews told me to set five kegs of powder, so I set them. I told you to set five pounds. That's what you said. Now, hold on. Andrews is foreman of the section. You're responsible for what happened. Yes. Did you I... inspect the charge before the fuse was lighted? No, but I told... You should have. Oh, wait. Mr. Wilkins, he I He wants took... a foreman's pay, but he won't take a foreman's responsibility. Bart, you've done nothing but stir up trouble ever since you came on this job. First, you got the men all stirred up about money... Then you had what you called an accident and put the donkey engine out of order. Then you tried to... Are you to... hinting that I purposely made trouble? I'm stating facts. It looks to me as if you're trying to put the blame for things on wrong shoulders, Andrews. You men go to work. I want to talk to Andrews. Oh, wait a minute. I fired Bart. What about that? Maybe you're just prejudiced against him, Andrews. And I ain't fired? No. Mr. Wilkins... I told Potter when he wanted you to have a chance on this job that I didn't think you could handle the man. But I've done Potter every... insisted that you have a chance. He owns the mine, so I had to give it to you. I didn't have a chance. You never backed up any of my orders. Sorry you feel that way about it, Dave. Well, here's how I feel about it. I fired Bart Ingram. He stays fired or I'm through. You're through, all right. There's no question about that. (laughs) An accident that destroys a whole tunnel is unforgivable. Get your pay at the office. All right. Now who's the one that's out of a job? You wanted me fired, you could have found some way to do it without destroying the tunnel. You watch your tongue, Andrews. This thing won't stop here. I'm going to see Mr. Potter. I'm going to tell him a few things. You try and make trouble for me and I'll knock your ears down. Oh, if you think you can do it, Bart Ingram, you just try. I can do it, all right. Maybe you're just waiting for cause. Well, I'll give it to you. There. Why, you... All right, you asked for it. Give me that pick handle. I'll teach this young squirt a lesson. Now, steady, Bart. I know what I'm doing. Scared to fight with your fist? I'm not scared of nothing. I'm just making sure of you, that's all. Well, put down that pick handle. I'll fight you. You already started it, Andrews. I'll finish it and quit you. There. I guess that'll teach him. But you shouldn't have hit him with that piece of hickory. Uh, Ah, you had it coming. Uh, You men get to work. Get to the mine and start cleaning up the damage. How bad's Dave hurt? You'll be all right in a few minutes. Now, go on. Get to work. Yeah. And remember this, boys. He hit me first. He's breathing. I didn't hit him hard, Wilkins. Uh, don't worry about it. We've got all the men on our side. Hey, who are those two horsemen coming here? I don't know. One's Mask. You one of your friends? No. The other's an Indian. Oh, 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 what do you want here? Take a look at him, Toto. He's a big fellow. See how badly he's hurt. Uh-huh. Me do it. Who are you? Just a couple of witnesses to a mighty unfair fight. Now, see here, we you... We saw can't... what happened. He hit me. He slapped you. In return, you clubbed him. Half a dozen men stood here and watched without raising a hand to stop you. What sort of men are on this job? You don't know the facts. I'll uh, learn the facts. 
How is he, Tonto? Well, him not hurt bad. You've got an awful lot to say for a masked crook. All masked men aren't crooks, Wilkins. You know me? And all crooks don't wear masks. Maybe you and I should have a talk. Maybe, but not now. But Dave, on your horse, Tonto, we'll take him home. Ah. Does your head still ache, Dave? Not as bad as it did, Mary. I'm all right. I wonder who that Indian was. Wish I knew. Didn't he say anything when he brought me to the house? Just carried you in and put you on the bunk. Said you weren't badly hurt. Then he went away. And Dave, it was curious. He was met by another man. An Indian? I don't think so. But I can't be sure. The other man was masked. That's funny. I can remember being hit by Bart Ingram. And the next thing I knew, I was here at home. Out of a job. Now, Dave, don't feel too badly. Mr. Potter was a good friend of your father. You can tell him your side of the situation. Oh, shucks, I'm no hand at writing. If he was here so as I could talk to him Dave, personally... Dave, he is here. Mr. Potter? Here? He's in town. Got there this morning and sent word that he'd call here as soon as possible. Well, then I can talk to him direct. I can tell him just how things are. And you can tell him how Mr. Wilkins kept overruling you. And how he blamed you for things that weren't so. And, well, Mr. Potter will put you back on the job. Just see if he doesn't. I could just have a fair chance. That's all I ask. Dave, I'll bet that's him now. Why, Mr. Potter, come in. I was just telling Dave that we might expect you. Good evening, Mr. Potter. You're looking very well, Mary. Hello there, Dave. I suppose you've already been to the mine, haven't you? Uh-huh. You know that Wilkins fired me. I'm sorry, Dave. Mighty sorry. Well, you've just heard one side of it, Mr. Potter. Sit down. Here, Sit thank down. you. Well, wait till I tell you my side. Dave, I was your father's best friend. I'd like to talk to you like a father. Dave, don't be too ready to blame others for your own mistakes. And you take Wilkins' word for everything? He's been with me a good many years. But you haven't ever heard my side. Dave, I didn't take Wilkins' word for everything. I'm shrewd enough to grasp the true situation. Just remember that every young fellow beginning life has to take some mighty hard bumps. If he's the right kind, he takes them and tries again. A good man will rise above failure. But I didn't fail. Frankly, Dave, you did. The records don't lie. Production in your section is the lowest of all sections. Perhaps you'd be better in another line of business. I see. I guess there's no use talking to you about it. Your mind's made up. Dave, I don't think you realize the position I'm in. If things hadn't gone so badly the past six months, I might have been able to keep you on until you really learned the ropes. But as it is, I'm cleaned out. What? Cleaned out? Perhaps the next owner of the mine will give you a chance. Huh? The, the next owner? Mr. Potter, you're not going to sell out. I have to. But Why? The Gold King is one of the richest mines around here. In the last six months, there wasn't enough ore taken out to pay expenses. Well, we had quite a few setbacks lately, but even so, we took out a lot of ore. I know we did. Nevertheless, Dave, when it was refined, I didn't make expenses. Over and beyond that, I contracted certain obligations. It must be satisfied at once. Well, if production was stepped up... It ma- wouldn't help. I must have the money at once. So I'm afraid there's no alternative but to sell. You got a buyer? Colby's interested. Nate Colby? You mean the man that opened up the old lost nugget mine and built his own smelter? That's the one. Well, if he's the buyer, I'd better not count on a job. 
I wouldn't get along with Colby at all. He's twice as bad as Wilkins. Seems to be doing very well with the lost nugget. Unfortunately, I must sell out to someone who can pay me in cash. Gosh, Mr. Potter, I feel as though it was mostly my fault. If I'd handled my job better, then maybe you wouldn't have got into this fix. I'm so sorry, Mr. Potter. Oh, forget about it, both of you. I guess we all have our worries. You have to leave already? I must get to the hotel, Mary. Long trip and I'm tired. I have an appointment with Colby and his lawyer first thing in the morning. I hope we'll see you again before you go back to Denver. Dave, I'd like to have you with me in the morning when I go to Colby's place. We make a deal, I'll need a witness. Do you mind? You'll have to be at Colby's office by nine. Mr. Potter, I don't mind at all. I'll be there. But I sure wish you didn't have to sell. Dave spent a sleepless night thinking about the things that Potter had told him. He hated to feel that he'd failed in his job. He felt that he might have succeeded if it had not been for mysterious forces that seemed to work against him. His thoughts were bitter, but the bitterest of all was the knowledge that the Gold King was not to be sold to the grasping owner of the lost nugget mine, Nate Colby. The following morning found Dave hollow-eyed from lack of sleep when he met Mr. Potter to accompany the Gold King's owner to Colby's office. Dave sat through the preliminary discussion without speaking. Then Potter and Colby reached the last stage of the bargaining. Now hold on, Colby. 200000 is dirt cheap for the Gold King, and you know it. My property's worth five times that much. Maybe so, Potter, but the best I can do is 100000 There's the cash in that handbag. You can take it or leave it. I don't care what you do. But I Let's take it not that... stall, Potter. I happen to know you've got to have cash in a hurry. You know I'm the only man who has it. Now, what's the answer? Uh, I guess I'll have to accept your offer. Mr. Potter, you're giving the Gold King away. I know it, Dave. My lawyer has the papers all prepared. You just sign them and count the folding money up. Look, masked. Watch this. Steady, all of you. Speak up. I'll take that money. Are you... You're coming with me, Dave. Let me go. Cover them, Tuttle. He's shoot anyone who may come. Let me go. Let me go, you hear? Come back here. He's got my money. Somebody stop him. Get him. My money. After him. Get the sheriff. Get the law. Curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Just as Amos Potter was about to sign over his gold mine to Colby, the Lone Ranger and Tonto interfered. 
The masked man made off with the money and took Dave Andrews with him. A few minutes later, the big horse Silver and Tonto Scout were reined up in a nearby wood. Oh, Silver, hold on. Oh, you you thief. Steady, big fella. On you go, Dave. You, you won't get away with this. They'll get you. After I've talked to you, you may not be so anxious for me to be caught. You've got cash? Here it is, Tonto. Put it where it'll be safe. Ah, uh, Tonto do it. I hope those bills are marked. I hope you're jailed when you try to spend it. I won't try to spend it. What? Well, then why'd you steal it? To keep that sale from going through. Huh? Dave, as soon as I can, I'm going back to town. I'm going to turn the money over to the sheriff. You are? Yes. Well, I don't savvy. Dave... Did it ever occur to you that Potter might have been the victim of a crooked scheme? A crooked scheme? Scheme to force him to sell? Well, he's had bad luck, but that doesn't mean there's anything crooked behind it. Now, listen to me. Yeah? Were Wilkins and Colby good friends? Friends? I should say not. Wilkins didn't have any use for Colby. He had plenty to say about him, and none of it favorable. Oh, that plenty strange. What do you mean? Well, uh, before Tyler and I made camp here, we were camped near Colby's Lost Nugget Mine. Yes? Wilkins called on Colby at least a half a dozen times while we were there. They were very friendly. They were? Are you sure? Doggone. Now, what do you think? Well, if Wilkins wanted to slow up production so as Mr. Potter'd have to sell, he was going about it the right way. I thought you might be able to give me some further information about that. The number three tunnel was paying out mighty rich ore. It was blown up by... by mistake. Say. Yes? The crew at the mine. I was just thinking, almost every one of those fellas has been hired inside the last six months. Wilkins got rid of all the men that had been there for any length of time. I hadn't known it, but that fits in, too. Just bet it does. You think a lot of Amos Potter, don't you? Well, he's been one of the best friends I ever had. Will you work with me to help him? You bet I will. Lone Ranger's camp was well concealed. The best efforts of the sheriff and his deputies failed to turn up a clue to the hiding place. The masked man waited until darkness halted the manhunt. Then he sent Dave into town with careful instructions. A few minutes later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were riding through the night. They reined up at the shack where Wilkins, the mine superintendent, lived. Oh, who's over there? His horse is over there in the lean-to, Tonto. Uh-huh. Wake up, Wilkins. Who is it? What do you want? Open the door. What do you... The mass man. Come on. Let go of me. Let go of me. Come on, Wilkins. You're the thief. I heard about you. You stole the money. Abducted Dave Andrews. And now it's your turn. You're going with us. kept a close watch on Wilkins during the ride to town. The Lone Ranger led the way to the rear of the hotel and approached the window of Amos Potter's room. Easy, fella. Steady, Silver. Easy, fella. He called through the open window. Potter. Sheriff? Who's calling me? Here, Potter. The window. The masked man. He who's thief. Take it easy. Take it easy. Keep your voice down. Who are those others? Is that Wilkins out there on the horse? Yes. Wilkins? Wilkins! What are you doing with this masked thief? Listen to me, Potter. You want your gold mine and the money it should have earned you? Come with me. 
few minutes later, Colby, the man who owned the lost nugget, found himself rudely awakened, forced to dress, then dragged from his house to a horse that was saddled and waiting. Get into the saddle, Colby. Father, you here too? Yes. If this is some of you are doing it. not. You get in saddle. And Wilkins. They grabbed me the same as you, Colby. Law will hear this. Save your breath until we get where we're going. Where are you taking me? To your own gold mine, the Lost Nugget. Is that where you left the first man you abducted? Who? Dave Andrews. No, Colby. This moment, Dave Andrews has some business with the sheriff. I'll get going. for that masked man that made off with you, Dave. Where'd he take you? Never mind that, Sheriff. Let me show you something. Yeah? Here's the bag of money that the masked man took from Colby's office. Well, good for you, Dave. Hey, Juniper, you get a reward for this. I'll make Colby see that you're rewarded. How'd you outwit that masked man? Well, I didn't outwit him, Sheriff. No? Mm-mm. Then how'd you get away from him with his cash? He sent me here with it. What? He gave me the bag and told me to bring it here to you. Figured my men were going to get him sooner or later and won the law called off his trail. Is that it? Nope. Well, then what? Sheriff, the masked man is going to prove that Colby is a crook. Colby a crook? <laughs> now, dear. Well, that's just part of it, Sheriff. You're going to help the masked man prove it. Maybe you'd better do some explaining. This is beyond me. Sheriff, you and I have to get the man from the assay office. Uh, Frank Sims? Right. Then the three of us are to go to Colby's mine. Where's the masked man now? He'll be there waiting for us. I don't know. It sounds mighty strange to me. Sheriff, if you don't do like the masked man said, you'll be the sorriest sheriff this county ever had. Now, let's go. Potter, Colby, and Wilkins all rode to the Lost Nugget Mine under protest. The Lone Ranger and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, gave them no opportunity to escape. The masked man called a halt at the entrance to the mine shaft. Oh, sir, oh, 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 I, for one, demand an explanation of your actions. You'll get one, Potter. Mister, when the law catches up to you, you're going to stretch hemp just as sure as you're born. The sheriff will hear about this. You and can you... tell the sheriff in a few minutes, Wilkins. He's coming here. What's going on? Here, here, man. All right, Toto, thanks. Go on inside, all of you. Colby, I see you have quite a bit of ore piled here near the entrance. And what if I have? Did this ore come from your own mine? Of course it did. This mine was supposed to have been played out when you bought it. But you've been doing quite well with it, haven't you? I... I found a new vein. Oh, I see. What about it? What's the sense of this? Be patient, Potter. Right now we're waiting for the sheriff. Him here, Kimotabi. Good. There's more than just the sheriff. Dave Andrews is with him and another man. Sheriff, this way, inside the shaft. What's going on here? Sheriff, arrest that masked man. I'll take it easy, Colby. Dave, is this the man I asked you to bring along? Yes. Who are you? My name's Frank Sims, Mr. Potter. I never heard of you. Well, you should have. I've signed more than one assay report for ore that came from your Gold King mine. He's head of the office, Mr. Potter. I've been told that an expert, familiar with the ore from various veins, can always tell from what mines the ore came. I should say so. I'll hold the lantern up so you can get a good look. 
Now, examine this ore I've just taken from my pocket. It's a small sample. Perhaps you can tell me where I got it. You got it from anywhere around this district, I'll tell you. Sheriff, I hey. protest. That masked man forces way in here. This is my tunnel. This is my property. Save your breath, Colby. Don't tell me what to do. I'm ready to back what I say with guns. Sheriff, you can't let him get away with this. I demand... All right, let's argue about it. No, no, wait. Don't shoot me. No, no, just a minute. Take it easy, Colby. Let's wait a couple of minutes and see what the masked man's up to. That's more like it. How about that ore, Sims? You made up your mind where it came from? Yep. This came from the Gold King. There's no question about it. That's right. I picked it up earlier this evening. Now, take a look at the ore in that pile on the floor. That's where that came from. Where do you suppose it came from? Didn't it come from this top? Examine yeah. it. Hey, is someone trying to play a trick on me? No, the trick's not on you. What about the ore? Well, this is the lost nugget mine. Yes? You bet it is, and you're all trespassers. This pile of ore came from the Gold King. Now, what's it doing here? What's what's that? This is the kind of ore that we used to get from the King. Haven't seen any of it for some time. He's mistaken. What does he know about it? It couldn't come from the Gold King. It did come from there. Don't tell me I don't know gold ore. That's exactly where it came from. And, Colby, you knew it. That's a lie. That's... And you stole that ore and a lot more like it from Potter's Gold King. What? what? You... Well, how could he do it? It must be a mistake. You, Wilkins, you knew all about it. Well, I... Don't I... try to deny it. Oh, wait. What if it did come from the Gold King? I bought that mine. Like fun, you did. The deal to buy the Gold King was never completed. I'm holding the cash in my office. Colby, you and Wilkins had a double-barrel scheme. You not only stole the pay dirt from the Gold King... You also made Potter think his mine had stopped paying, so he'd sell to you at a low price. Maybe that's why you had a smelter of your own, Colby. That's exactly why he had his own smelter. He knew the ore would be identified as Gold King ore. Hey, just a second. Wilkins and Colby may have had a scheme to steal from Potter, but they couldn't make off with tons of ore from the Gold King without all the men who worked there knowing about it. Well, I didn't know about it. All the men didn't know about it. Just those who moved the ore. And every one of them was in on the scheme. In one way or another, Wilkins got rid of the men who wouldn't play his game. If you want more definite proof, open the number three tunnel in the Gold King and you'll find the same rich ore that Sims just identified. I will stay here and listen to this. Get out of my way. Come here, Wilkins. Come back. Grab him. Hold on. He can Now you stay. Let me go. Let me go. I tell you, I won't. Ah, that's it, Indian. That took the fight out of him. How about it, Wilkins? I, I, you talk. No, don't hit me again. Are you ready to confess? Well, I, I, you no. talk. The masked man was right. What? You squeal I'll fix you. Good shooting, mister. You won't fix anyone with that gun, Colby. I'll take over now. Potter, looks like you've had a mighty good man representing your interests. I, I sure have. Dave, you worked with that masked man. Well, uh, I didn't do much. Oh, my arm. Lucky it ain't your head. Dave, you did enough to win a job as superintendent of Gold King in place of Wilkins. But what about the masked man? Where is he? I want to do something mighty handsome for him. Well, he's gone. He and the Indian left the mine.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. (laughs) 